0: bola pon bola pon bola pon bola pon pon pon
1: the Thursday show which uh, will be going out on Thursday uh what's going on Robert how you doing today
2: oh uh, uh, it's Thursday um I'm talking we're talking to you in the past
1: yeah uh, we've been streaming news on, to... on uh twitch on the like, yeah, night before so I've been
2: trying to upload I, I want I'm trying to upload the show and some Resident Evil gameplay because I'm really into Resident Evil um mm-hmm. right now it's a good I don't know. I'd say it's a good stopgap while I wait for uh, Elite Dangerous um, expansion to come out.
1: I don't even know what Elite Dangerous is. Ewan's I've got, got to a talk funny about...
2: story about that too. Actually, Elite Dangerous that you might find entertaining. Go for it. Um, if we're ready. Okay, so what Elite Dangerous is, I just want to check the audio. We're still like on Twitch. We're still working on the kinks of the twitchiness because mm-hmm. um, it's weird. trying We're to still like, scuffed, folks two different programs at once trying to run Zoom and Twitch and get all the audio right. Maybe but, you should um, Discord. But it's not- what was that? Oh, that was yeah, it was Nira? Yeah, it was All right.
1: It's a preview of what's coming.
2: So Elite Dangerous is a sandbox game, and I'll try to, like, people who don't play the video games, I'll try not to bore you. So what it is, it's kind of sandbox games work like this. Um, the developers make a system And you'll see why it's called a sandbox. The developers make a system and they really don't have with a couple set rules. But then after that, they're just like, "Uh, you guys like do what you want, like make your own fun, have your own adventures. Uh And so we're going to be pretty much hands off. And so what somebody got like super, um, they added something to the game called uh, it's a space carrier. You can imagine what that is. Think of like a big cargo ship in space, right? And this Uh thing could jump. this thing could jump, you know, millions of light years in one jump. Um, think of that movie, Event Horizon. Um, I'm probably like one of the five people who really like that movie. But um, so think of that. This thing can move like, um, you know, it can move a million light years in like a single jump in like a minute. Okay.
1: Um,
2: so it's possible to be on the cruiser. This actually happened to me. I was on the wrong cruiser and it took me out to the middle of deep space and I got stuck. Oh yeah, so stuck in the I middle had, of like, space. i people IRL to like that I know in my little pilot group to come out to deep space to rescue me, like legitly rescue me because I was eventually going to run out of um, oxygen and fuel and oxygen. So mm-hmm. they had to come get me or my character would be dead. Now the reason why I tell you this, there's actually a group of space fat space they're like self described space fascists that are. Um, they're luring people in by saying, oh, we're going to take you to the, they're really, ca- they're called high temperature diamonds or low temperature diamonds. We're going to take you to the diamond mining spot. You're going to be able to mine and make millions. All we want is a percentage. But really what they're doing is they're taking classic. these people That's out Classic. That's classic shit right there. And they're putting them in the, they're shanghaiing them. They're putting them into press gangs mm-hmm. and turning them into slaves. Be like, you will classic. never make it back to normal space if you don't like mine all these diamonds for us and you get no cut of the profit, we'll never take you back. You'll just be out here until you quit the game. Yeah.
1: You got to pay a toll. You forgot about, the yeah, I toll. can't hear
2: you. You have no audio. I didn't know you were talking. You got to pay
1: a toll. You forgot about the there toll you part, you know?
2: Right. So I, there's actually one of those like leftist Facebook groups. I'm a part of that. People got <laughs> there. It was kind of, it's almost like a cancel culture type thing. Like, I don't know. They like, want to cancel get, culture. Well, how people get their like they they get their like underwear in a bunch like all around all about the wrong shit like instead of Can actual, an like, instead of actual like social justice they're worried about did Adele wear dreads
1: oh yeah did, like, yeah like the yeah. drunk
2: girl wear a sombrero on the on on um a lot,
1: of like the, a lot of a lot of a not a good look type stuff that
2: kind of bullshit and like so all these like online leftists were uh, you know were getting pissed off about this fucking video game. And they were like, "Oh, there's space Nazis and like people are playing role playing fascists, oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. the developers aren't going to do anything about it." And I'm like, "Y'all, this is the video game." And I'm like, "Y'all, this is pretend. You gotta have real. bad guys, like, right? They're actual like people who want to hurt people and who are fascists in this world." And and they had they came at me with like, "No, these people are actually they're just they're just role playing this because this is how they feel." And I'm like. Okay, even so, this isn't real life.
1: Yeah.
2: And the game is designed around like, oh, you guys do what you want. So now there's groups of like, of literal like space liberators who space are like Antifa. banding together to go like fight these guys. Yeah. To go into deep space and go to war with them. And I'm like, this is why the game was made. Like, this is no different. I don't care if they're really Nazis or not. The, this is no different than like playing cowboys uh, this is a bad example. if all they ever cowboys do, and Indians but somebody had to be the bad guys if
1: somebody they ever do the like if, if, if the worst thing that they ever do is like be a Nazi in a video game yeah it's way better than being a fucking Nazi in real life you know
2: but it's like you see what I'm saying it's like cops and robbers like the game is set up to like oh well some of y'all are gonna be the bad guys and that's where the fun's gonna come from right I've been a part of a space piracy gang and we were kind of like gentlemen pirates who would like a <laughs> gentleman pirate and be like, just give us 20, 20 tons of like what you're carrying. And we'll let you go. And I was like, that's like evil, but that's, that was the role play of the game. But, and then there's also a group in the game called the fuel rats. The what? And what they are is like extreme, like altruistic. They're space triple a. So if you get caught out in deep space, like this has happened to me before, with no fuel left, like you you miscalculated and you couldn't make a space station. You like went past, like, you know, you know how you... Like you Space Mutual Aid? Yeah, like you're driving through Texas and it says this is the last gas station for 200 miles. It's like, you better stop. And like you you miscalculate and blew by that last space station. Um, Like you're going to run out of fuel and die. You can actually make a call to them outside the game, like through Discord. These guys will come get you. And they will give you fuel so you can get back. And they want nothing for it. Like, that's how they get off in the game. That's how they have fun. Mm -hmm. Just by
1: being helpful people. That's that's like changing brake lights and stuff, right?
2: No, because that's
1: real life. (laughs) Well, I mean, but, like, it's the, the video same sort of, like... The video game is the video game. Well, I guess what I mean is it, like, sort of fills a similar role in the world. Just, like, in the, like, video game Nazis aren't, like, real Nazis. Like, people no, who are, like, no, I no, video game I mutual have aid. No,
2: no, I have no... Oh, no. See, here's, here's what's kind of the difference, and this is what they were screaming about on the forum, is that, no, these people really feel like that.
1: Uh-huh. And I'm like,
2: yeah, I bet they do. But I don't give a shit what somebody does in a video game. Right, I just don't care. As long as it's actually like in a video game, especially in a game where they're not being disruptive, uh-huh. they're actually like adding to the game. Like this is the what the game was set up to do.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I mean? Like because the, the developers are just like, go have fun, boys. How, however you want to do this, we're not gonna get in the way. We're not the refs. We're not gonna like. It's not the same as like, I don't know. What do you play? Like Overwatch or something? And somebody's got like a. a a cheat code, like a hack, like a wall hack, mm-hmm. like that has to be shut down for the integrity of the game. But, like, in this game, the idea is to try to break it
1: mm-hmm.
2: and to try. And now, if it gets outrageous to where, like, it's preventing people from playing the game or it just destroys the economy somehow, like the devs might step in. But, like, if they're not stopping people, though, people always have an option to just kill themselves and, like, start over. Yeah. You know, and or they can just wait for the cavalry, which is like was formed real quick, <laughs> who's coming to like have a great war with these people and just you know, however it shakes out, it shakes out. Like, that's like the fun. But yo, I have no, I have no, I, I played another game called Eve and that's just like libertarianism in space. And it's just like, a, it's, it's a hell. Like, the only way to make money is like through the only way to advance in the game is to join a corporation and these corporations like go take the resources from what's called null space and the reason why it's called null is because there's no space cops out there to protect you there's no government the corporations of the government so it becomes like outrageous like there's actually irl spies who like oh i you know there's a corporation and i hate a corporation now they screwed me over I'm, I want to be a part of B corporations. Classic Corpo storyline. Story yeah, you guys want to be at war with them. Well, actually, so those people will work in their those people will work up the ranks for years mm-hmm. to get to where like in a trusted position to where they're like, oh, we're B Cor- we trust you with B corporation's assets now. When the whole time they've been working for A corporation as a mm-hmm. whole. Well like feeding them information. And then at the end, just stealing all their assets. <laughs> it's right. so good. It's such a, it's like the best game you never want to play. You just want to read like news reports from it.
1: Yeah.
2: The game itself is trash, but like the stuff that goes on offline, like I I've heard stories to where like people f- have flown, to, like they've, they've hacked people and like found out their IP and then found out their address and then to make sure they couldn't come online in, like, a wartime scenario when there's, like, Corporation A and Corporation B are going to war. I've heard of people flying to people's house and cutting their electricity. Wild. Like, flying from, like, Finland to, like, the U.S. to go to some size house and cut their electricity so they can't play the damn game. It's outrageous. And it doesn't help that, it doesn't help either that, like, the currency, if you get enough of it, you can actually sell that for real-world cash it's like a convoluted it becomes its own
1: cryptocurrency oh it
2: is oh yeah 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 because yeah you can sell it for real world cash and then like so people become like this is deadly serious like i was in one of those corporations i had to get i was in like the corporation it was called sounds like a
1: gang honestly yeah it's a
2: gang it's a gang um i was in a sub corporation called goon swarm Which is um, run by the guy Run by this guy called the Matani, Who's a he's like an attorney But like all he does is just play this game Pretty much 20 hours a day it's it's ridiculous He's pretty much like He's a space he's like a space like Messiah Mm -hmm. like he's Just but he's a real person like you can talk To him on bumble and he's all these weird Like bumble yeah because They don't use or they use pigeon
1: What's that Uh,
2: uh, pigeons Like an encrypted like Discord Mm Mm-hmm so you have to go on these like encrypted like, uh, like chat channels, and like I had to be vetted for months.
1: That's wild. To, like, like what the hell? Just being
2: like the the, the, the lowest level.
1: Uh huh. It's crazy, dude. Yeah. Well, I got a, a couple of clips that uh, I do want to play. Uh, um, we should probably maybe do a little bit of react stuff to it. Um, yeah. So, so I want to set it up though really today? quick. Um. What are so are, what do you know so far about the organizing drive, the union drive that's happening with the Amazon unions in Birmingham?
2: I know it's in Alabama. You know I know a... that's about it. I know if they, if they can get it done, it could change the whole face of that corporation.
1: Yeah. And I, I think I need to reach out to uh, Kim Kelly. She's, she works for – uh, she writes for Teen Vogue sometimes. She writes specifically on the labor beat. She did this fantastic video – uh that we should probably uh play right now uh and signed union and we can um see she has a good explainer and she has some interviews with some workers um so let's let's go ahead and, and take a look i would like that
3: amazon workers at this alabama warehouse are holding a potentially historic union election here's how that process works there are two legally recognized ways to form a union in the u.s The simplest option is voluntary recognition, where the workers present a demand for recognition and the employer voluntarily agrees to recognize the union as their legal bargaining representative. This is the fastest and fairest option, but unfortunately, most U.S. employers opt to take the second route, forcing a union election. Once at least 30% of eligible workers in a workplace have signed union cards signaling their intent to form a union, they file a petition with the National Labor Relations Board
1: so what I like about this video so far is that she talks primarily about like what would need to happen for somebody to get a union right so most people don't understand like even the basics of this kind of stuff and and I like how this is very ABC
2: now I don't want to uh, I don't want to like steal your thunder but or like get ahead of ourselves. Isn't that what Amazon is trying to do? It's just
1: drag out the selection. Well, they're trying to it's drag so things possible. out, and they're trying to make it like. They've got thirty
2: like percent a... right now. It's just the idea of like trying to put up signs and union bust, right? So in like, order oh, to even
1: in order to even trigger an election, in order to even have the election, you need to have thirty percent of right. the people that are in your bargaining unit to sign a card saying I want oh, a union.
2: Which is so insane cuz why do you want to give why do you want to give the people that you need a union to protect you from a heads up like
1: that. Well, and then so, <laughs> so that's insane. part of the problem and then when you have that so it makes more sense to have more than that when you when you present, right? When you say, yeah. "Hey, here's 30 like like here's the people in this you know unit that want a union." And we have like ninety percent or 80, if you know you wanna have as high a percent as possible right. so that, that they just okay, like okay, fine, we don't have we yeah. don't we will just recognize you. But anyway, let's let's go on.
2: Why would they rec- why would they just
1: recognize because like, they're afraid it it, Because it they fear that you're gonna go on yeah. strike or something if you're gonna if you're gonna act like I mean
2: I guess but like I don't know, I'm thinking about it from Amazon's point of view because wouldn't it make a difference? Wouldn't it make um I mean wouldn't it make sense to just like just drag it out as long as possible they can eat well that's another thing
1: and that's what they're doing and 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 we'll get into that in just a sec so here's here's the next step
3: the nlrb is a government agency that enforces labor law and protects workers collective bargaining rights former president trump stacked it with anti-labor union busters but the new administration has already made some big worker-friendly changes by firing some of the worst offenders like former general counsel Peter Robb.
1: That's the guy that wanted to the take away scabby.
3: An election. Mm. And if a majority of yes votes are cast, they win their union, and their employer is legally required to begin bargaining the contract.
2: What was the percentage the of downside the vote? Forcing the
3: you
1: need half. You need half plus one. Half, half you need a majority. One. Now, obviously, you want more because as soon as you win your election, that's when bargaining begins and your bargaining position is based off of how many people want to be a part of your union how many people supported that union you know right. if a lot of people are not supportive if you barely pass the 50 percent threshold then you're in a much weaker bargaining position than if you have 80 percent
3: an election instead of just voluntarily recognizing the union in the first place let me back it up The downside to forcing an election, instead of just voluntarily recognizing the union in the first place, is that it slows down the process and allows employers more time to push their own anti-union agenda.
1: That's what you were talking about.
3: This is what's been happening at Amazon for months now. They are
4: coming and stopping us from working, doing our jobs to basically ram the information in our heads about why we shouldn't have a
0: union. If the union was so bad, why are they doing everything they can to
3: keep it out of here? Workers have reported feeling intimidated or pressured by anti-union managers. The company has been holding mandatory meetings that can last for hours and inundating workers' personal stuff That's the thing. Anti- Just
2: pause it real quick. Do like Sam Cedar. Pause it. That's fine. Um, that's the thing, though. Like, forget the emotional argument of if they think it's so bad. I mean, that guy's 100% right. But we're talking about Amazon,
1: mm-hmm. a place
2: where, like, human beings are tracked like machines and, guy, and and guys and girls are forced to like piss in Coke bottles because they can't go to the bathroom mm-hmm. because shit's got to get out, you know, for Amazon prime. So if they're doing that because, you know, they have to meet, they have so much pressure to meet these timelines. If the union is so, they're so terrified of the union that they're stopping the production floor.
1: Correct. To pump
2: this bullshit.
1: That's, it's more of a priority. How, that's how you know they're
2: terrified.
1: Mm-hmm. It's more of a priority to you know not to keep the workers down. Right? Uh, you saying
2: I, as an Amazon worker, you're saying I have to listen to this, right. but I can't go take a piss.
1: Right, you can't piss in a bottle. You have to piss in a bottle <laughs> okay. when you're yeah. on the clock. But also, they're going to like stop entire production for hours at a time to stop you from union busting. That's exactly right. Why are they doing Let's everything continue. they can to keep it out
3: of here? Workers have reported feeling intimidated or pressured by anti-union managers. The company has been holding mandatory meetings that can last for hours and inundating workers' personal cell phones with anti-union text messages. Workers say there are even anti-union flyers hanging in the bathroom stalls. Another <laughs> you
1: got to look at the anti-union stuff while you're taking a shit. <laughs> Man, will
3: rip that shit down immediately trick that companies like Amazon like to employ concerns the size of the bargaining unit yeah this the is what they do they
1: mess around with the size of the number of people that would want to be that, that would need to be a part of that that unit they want it to be as big as possible so you need to whip as many votes as possible but if you have a big unit and you're able to successfully get that election then you'll have a bigger unit with leverage to negotiate
3: no, it's NARB just more complicated here included about 1500 workers Amazon has insisted on adding thousands more, many of them temporary or even former employees.
2: It was very much in Amazon's best interest to try to fill up and have as many employees working there as possible so that they could eventually try to stop the election from happening.
0: So what we did when we filed our petition was we filed with them thinking that we thought we only had 1,500. So then when we get to the hearing, come in there and they say, you know, Oh yeah, fifty
1: seven hundred employees. You saw that though, right? So one of the things. Let's go back to that part really quickly. Uh, this this guy who works for the uh, for the he works for the he's like a staffer for the union, right? right? And basically, one of the things that they did is that when they presented the the, the signatures, like the card signatures, they're like, "Oh, here's 1500 and then Amazon does their stuff where they're like, "Okay, well, we want your bargaining unit to be way bigger than what you." uh what you sent us and and so like this guy's like oh actually we got 5700 names uh signatures so uh and it includes a lot of those people you added to that unit so we're way fucking ahead of you
2: hey, let me tell you here, that's here, good that's a good job yeah that, that's awesome organizing i worked at a um it's out of business now but i worked at an appliance store where everybody worked on commission called hh greg and we actually made a pact like you know, it wasn't organized, but it was just like four guys, like me mm-hmm. and three other guys who were just like hated this one manager. And we're like, dog, let's look for other jobs. If the next time he goes fucking with one of us, we all three walk out. Mm-hmm. All four of us leave. And that's exactly what happened. One guy got fucked with and we all four just walked out. Apparently, they flew people in. This was in Cincinnati. They flew people in from their headquarters in um, Indianapolis because they thought they thought a strike was going on. They were so – like.
1: Yeah, they, they the manager out. got
2: immediately fired. That's the thing we heard like two days two days later. Um, and I guess my point is because we heard that the thing is if there was ever even talk about a union, because that's what they were trying to investigate, that mm-hmm. they would just close the store immediately. Because they're so they like, no, this can't spread. So my point is I guess what I'm worried about, like a worst case, and I'm sure there are other like nuclear scenarios. Mm-hmm. I could see you know, Bezos is stepping down, but like I could see the board going. What we'll do is, we will just—if they ever strike, we'll blow them out. Hire scabs at three to four times what we're paying them now, mm-hmm. and just—and just eat it. If they pay the br- scabs more, they're—they're they're kind people. of
1: fucking themselves already because they're—they're setting a precedent that that the wages for that job are going to be higher. Right. So they're doing a lot of that work for. I get, them. but but I mean the scab though? part like, is I understand. Such a
2: mono, there's such like a Mega corporation. Mm. I, I I don't I don't think there's an end to the losses they can eat unless there's some kind of plan
1: for that. Yeah, but they they the thing is though they do like in the in the like world of capitalism and you know how it goes with the stonks, right? Mm-hmm. If that number if that line ain't going up, those shareholders are not happy. Those board people are not getting their bonuses and they're not getting their dividends out and all this other crap. Yeah, and well, they're going to have their own problems. Dog,
2: if they unionize, Amazon mm-hmm. stock is going to boom
1: so but i mean like it, like if they did that union breaking shit that you were just talking about that union busting right. stuff that that line would also go down in a, sure. and possibly in a much harder way so let's let's go back and, and look over this part again yeah, yeah, yeah so let me back it up just a little bit more
0: and from happening so what we did when we filed our petition was we filed with them thinking that we thought we only had fifteen hundred. So then when we get to the hearing come in there and they say, you know, oh, uh, Well we have fifty seven hundred weeks. And then we don't feel the union has the thirty percent that they're required to by law conduct an election. And we said, Give us a card.
1: Boom. So they went out and brought more cards. So 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 Amazon's like, hey, actually like your unit that, that you uh, that you were supposed to be organizing for is like triple the size of what you were expecting right. and then basically like, okay, fine, you know, we'll get the signatures and they got it.
2: ...organize in such a quick
0: amount of time.
3: It may seem counterintuitive to add more potential union members into the mix, but there is a reason why anti-union companies do this. Packing the bargaining unit with workers who may not necessarily be invested in the union or may not even still work there.
1: Yeah, does a that higher yet.
3: threshold for the union to reach a majority. This means that the union will need to work even harder to get as many yes votes as possible, and every union card counts. But now that the election is off and running, Amazon has had to cease its union-busting efforts, thanks to the NLRB's 24-hour rule, which bars employers from interfering with a union campaign within 24 hours of the election start. This is and
1: a part of this election too. So within 24 hours of the election start, they can't do any of their like anti-union busting bullshit. Which is like, right. it's sort of a hilariously short amount of time. Yeah, it's just so stupid. But also the fact that this is taking place under COVID, the election timeline, like the time that this election is going to take place over, is seven weeks.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. Yeah. So I they can't the, do any too, of that crap for seven uh, weeks. The government never. These are rules. These are rules and regulations that absolutely I hope that, like, in a Biden administration, you know, cross your fingers get looked at really hard and rewritten. Because you know, I think when these when these regulations were written, no one could even envision an Amazon. Yeah. Like, well, no. And will say this even, too, and you know, I'll we'll say this too. There American is
1: uh, legislation going through, you know, the House and the Senate called the Pro Act, and we've covered it on this show uh, extensively. We talked about it with Harvey Kay a couple episodes ago, and then we had uh, Ryan from the uh, International Union of Painters and Allied Trades. Uh, we talked about some of the really great provisions in the PRO Act that would uh, that would uh, be very, very beneficial towards workers as well mm. in terms of how they can organize a union on, on the job. So I would, ref- I would refer to those two particular episodes. We literally, in both of those episodes, went through each and every point in the PRO Act. Definitely worth it. And we need to pass that motherfucker.
5: Did the election start? This is the story about David and Goliath. Right now I'm being David and I'm fighting Goliath. And we all know how that story ended.
3: Amazon workers can vote <laughs> by mail dude. in this historic election until March 29th. And we'll be here on the ground to keep you updated.
1: That was pretty awesome. Yeah. So that was a very good explainer of like the basics of like what it takes to organize a union and also like what's going on in Chicago. I mean in in, uh, Birmingham rather. I don't know why I said Chicago. Oh, we we do need to talk a little bit of Chicago too, but uh, Mm -hmm. I want to like show this next video, uh, which has that same worker from the previous one. uh, This big fella right here. Uh, If I had the opportunity to talk to Jeff Bezos. Ready? Right, right. Let's go.
5: If I had the opportunity to talk to Jeff Bezos face to face, I would really want to ask him, have he ever worked in a warehouse before? Have he (laughs) sweated for (laughs) 10 to 12 hours a day and not being able to go to the restroom when he needed to go? And
3: the issue of, um, of working conditions I'm very proud of our working conditions. He's
1: very proud of a working conditions where they have to piss in bottles.
2: Or they keep they keep EMS on site. Yeah, just in case people, the workers yeah, pass out. It's outrageous, dude. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's I just don't understand how this shit is in America. Like if people really could understand mm-hmm. how fuck I remember when Amazon rolled into like northern Kentucky and how happy people were to work there. How like People were like, oh my God, Amazon's like, there's gonna be so many jobs in northern Kentucky. And then within, I remember six months, people were like, stay the fuck from around there. Yeah. Like, don't even know, no, because no. they were constantly hiring. And there's a reason they were constantly hiring.
1: Yeah, because they don't pay anything.
2: They just burn, they don't pay anything and they just burn. They literally use people like
1: like their, their material resources
2: to hmm. burn out.
1: Yeah, like timber
3: our working conditions.
0: They got cameras, they watching us all the time.
4: It's a lot of walking, it's a lot of fast pace, it's a lot of climbing upstairs. It's just a lot for the human body.
0: It's tiring, it's consistent, it's it's, it's fast speed. It's unsafe because you consistently working fast pace, 10 hours, only only two breaks. They're getting treated like robots
5: and it's not fair because Even robots break down sometimes.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, Yeah. right.
5: I have issues when ladies are talking about T.O.T. time, uh, time off task, when they have to go use the restroom. When they saying that the restroom could be on the other side of the building, that they have to take their walk so far and they're timing them. And when they run out of time, people are calling me emotional. Like Michael, I'm on last chance. They said it's extremely hot in there. They said they have had people to pass out because of the extreme hotness
0: in there. Who get doctored? I get T.O.T. time for going to the bathroom. Who get doctored for going to get going to going to get water if you need water if you have to leave off your station? Come on now. Mm-hmm.
4: I work on the line, I work in a decant and I actually um, open packages and <clears throat> store them in the bin, but it's a lot of standing all day. And my day to day there is working so many hours without having the breaks uh, that we need is really strenuous on the body. So I've been to the doctor several
2: times with issues. And
1: with no contract and no representation, there's no way to make that better. You know, if you're one on one, you you dealing one on one with the boss. I don't
2: need shit like, uh-huh. you know, I had I ordered some like, you know, some bullshit off of there for my arcade cabinet. Yeah, like, and I have Prime. Like, I don't need that shit the next day. Like, I
1: can, not if bro, it's gonna I crush, can crush can somebody's away, can away can life. days,
2: yeah. bro. Like, really, like Prime can go the fuck away. Like, mm-hmm. I will pay for Prime, and I will pay for Prime to keep like the video and the, like the audio stuff. That they have, like I don't need I don't need this bullshit the next day. And mm-hmm. as a s and I, I know like we talk about these things, it can't come down to the to the individual consumer, but sure. there is like a certain responsibility. So if we get the world we want, if we if we do get the world we want, like it's going to change. It's not going to look without without a full Marxist vision of automation taking over. Without that happening, and human beings still have to like short packages and stuff like that, mm-hmm. We if that's if that's going to be the future for the rest of our lives and like the next generation lives at least, then we're going to have to change the way we look at like consumption.
1: Well, we're going to, or, or I mean, we'll have to change the way the way we look at consumption if we're not able to provide that level of like distribution, uh, that same level of distribution, which I think we can do. I also think we can do it while like still paying people and still like um like we we're, well, I, I we're capable of restructuring thing... our society to the point where we can have the fucking Amazon get into your house in two days or whatever. and you and can also the... not crush people like and, and like destroy their lives for less than you know but that's the first
2: thing capitalists say overage. when when they when they talk about oh, you want fight for fifteen? Well yeah, good luck, you better start paying. Get ready for, for automation. For a double cheeseburger. And they so, can't so do that. Amazon's going to say Amazon's going to say mm. the same shit. If the union spread's like wildfire, they're going to go to their consumers and they're going to put it on us and they're going to say, "Oh, well don't y'all like getting stuff the next day or in one yep. day." And we have to say that shit doesn't matter to us.
1: It's we not like as important that. as people's lives, for sure. Right.
2: Exactly. Even if it is possible, Jeff. Yeah. Which I okay, it's possible. I'll give you that. They're going to lie and say it's not.
1: Right. Of course gonna they're going to say it's not
2: crush human beings. So you can get your bullshit.
1: Yeah, and and you have and, to and say no. Like if 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 you accept that frame, if you accept that like it's either workers get paid a living wage, or like you get your like package in two days or whatever the fuck. I mean, obviously the correct answer is you want you, you want people to get paid to live. You want people to get paid the living wage.
2: See, I'm not afraid. Uh, this is this is kind of a different topic because this say the same thing. Your uncle and me mom papa when they post on facebook where they go oh look look at this mcdonald's is it's trying out automation mm-hmm. see how it's because everybody wants to they're right now they're not going to have a they'll job be all. they're the
1: first motherfuckers to whine when they when they like need they don't have anybody they're, they're they are not the people use like the use self checkout they're not the people that right. like go and use self checkout or whatever the hell they they're they're like hey where's the person where's the smile where's the thing they 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 they're so full of shit when it comes so my to point is, though,
2: like, I am not afraid of automation,
1: but no. because what I it think had a potentially a, liberatory. In, if, if
2: society has any kind of if we get the right society, if we get the right cogs in place in government, then people will say, yeah, there's a lot of automation and jobs have been like, it's not going to be like the, the job of driving a truck is going to be gone in our lifetime. So yeah. people should be saying instead of saying, oh, my God, like, you know, Automation's killing everything. This is more of a this is a larger argument of socialism. Well, like how exactly, do you distribute it's exactly the what Marx
1: talked about? Why
2: yeah. you need socialism?
1: Yeah, let's finish up.
2: Yeah, go ahead.
4: Issues with my own body. with my legs.
0: It's unsafe because you consistently working fast paced, ten hours, only only two breaks. Amazon will change their schedule
5: in the middle of the night while they're sleeping. They don't even know their schedule's been changed. They that up is
1: crazy. That's how
5: the fuck, dude. Stop thinking that they got an off day and they supposed to be at work at seven o'clock in the morning.
1: Like I've worked at restaurants and like other places, like uh, retail and stuff like that, mm-hmm. where they'll like not have a schedule. They won't put a schedule yep. out. Yep. It's not, they, they don't change it like that, like they're saying. But they, they, they wouldn't put a schedule out until like less than 24 hours before the next work week starts, which is just like, how the hell does that happen? You know,
2: right. I've, I've experienced that too, man. Mm-hmm. And that's
1: not like, that's not like a special thing. That's like all the time. That's a regular recurring thing.
2: Right.
1: So we got a graph here. Amazon yeah, rate dude. in 2019, eight, uh, eight injuries or a little bit less than eight injuries per hundred workers, which is up from four in the previous year or the industry average,
2: this is what's so terrifying when, when corporations just have such a stranglehold like this, Mm -hmm. because they can, Amazon knows this, this isn't a surprise to them, but they, they, they can eat any kind of workers comp that they want. Their pockets are so long, their money's so long. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's untouchable with the current like laws that we have in place. Yeah, hit companies like this.
1: So, in uh, the, the graphic here says in 2019, Amazon recorded 14,000 serious injuries, 7.7 serious injuries per hundred employees. That's, I mean, 7.7. 7, it's almost eight percent. You know, damn. that's insane. That's an insane rate of injuries. All right, let's keep going. Safety the really got worse since the pandemic.
0: We've been having confirmed cases every week. It's unsafe to me because we don't know who have it. We don't know who we've been around, who have it. I have people
5: with issues about COVID-19. They haven't received a COVID pay. They've been on for weeks. Some people are back to work and still haven't received COVID pay. Man, this is heartbreaking. A lot of people need their money. They, they don't have a way to pay their bills. And, they're looking for a pay that's supposed to come to them but haven't received it yet.
1: Just for Amazon briefly instituted extra pay but rescinded it in They're June. They're owned
5: by the richest wow. man in the world, so we know the issue cannot be that he doesn't have the money. <laughs>
1: <They're> like, <laughs> and, and, and Jeff Bezos has gotten like significantly richer. I don't know the yeah. numbers. He's gotten significantly richer. Oh, Amazon's stock is through the roof. It, it's gone crazy. We're all
2: at home ordering
1: shit. Mm hmm.
5: The world, so we know the issue
0: cannot be that he doesn't have the money. <laughs> I feel like every employee, as well as myself, deserve more due to what we do, and and I feel like it's 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 not fair. Without
4: Eleanor workers, there is no Jeff They're Bezos. there for their employees. Mm-hmm. To us, they hear our voices, but they're not responding to our voices.
3: And We have very good communications with our employees, so we don't believe that we need a union to be an intermediary between us
4: so now with us bringing in the union we feel better that we have somebody that will sit down and talk to him about the working conditions that we're having and the dignity and respect that we're looking for
0: we need the union out of Amazon to make things better fair we need job security better wages but a union represent
4: you when you don't have the voice to represent yourself.
1: So uh, obviously solidarity with the, uh, Amazon workers, the Birmingham, uh, Amazon workers, uh, RWDSU, uh, all the folks out there. Uh, we should probably reach out, uh, to some of those folks and try and get, maybe Kim will be able to come on. Maybe somebody from, uh, out there. I know it would Birmingham DSA. Yeah,
2: uh, I wouldn't has, mind taking a road trip.
1: Well, I don't know if I can make a road trip, but I can definitely, like, we can definitely have somebody come in and I we could. can maybe talk about it uh, um, a little bit more specific in, on the show. Um, but, yeah, that's, I mean, that's very powerful stuff, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's just, it's wild, man. And just to get back, like, yeah, eventually those those it's like eventually those warehouses will run by themselves like there'll be enough robots to run them by themselves but until then like you can yeah. you can lose a little bit of profit man to make sure you're not grounding people in the dust. literally
1: the richest man in the world can deal with a little bit less money and I mean it's literally it's, it's like now, like but, we're in the yeah. middle of a pandemic and like literally these workers are like being crushed you know under literally. the weight of this literally. system literally. It's I and mean, that's where I mean, like, like I was saying during the, during the video. I didn't mean to talk over it, but like go. with no without those workers, there is no Jeff Bezos. Like, you don't have a richest man in the world if you don't have people in those um, warehouses and fulfillment centers, whatever the fuck you want to call them, um, doing all that stuff. So it's just
2: wild, man. Like yeah. we again, I don't think our laws. The people who our labor laws were just never—they're not set up. They need to be reviewed. They're not set up to deal with,
1: well, with uh, they're, they're, a, a dystopian
2: cyberpunk ass company like this. Like you know, you order your shit. You order your shit from Amazon. You go pick it up. You go pick it up from uh, from Whole Foods. You mm-hmm. do your grocery shopping at Whole Foods. Then you come home and you 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 check your ring doorbell, uh, Amazon ass, you know, alarm mm-hmm. system. And then you watch Twitch for a while that's owned by Amazon. Mm -hmm. And then you watch a fire stick, which is on Amazon. And it's just like, this is just cyberpunk dystopia that our government is just not equipped to deal with at its current, you know, we just need, I don't, I was reading a thing today, man. And I know we've been talking about stocks a lot and I was just thinking Mm -hmm. about, um, so, you know, the, the, the AMC GameStop thing is pretty much done. People are Mm -hmm. still holding that shit. But now there's something called failure to report, right? To where like the short interest in it, the the hedge funds don't have to report if they if they wait to report um
1: the stocks don't like, go down.
2: Well, yeah, the stocks don't go down. The fine for not doing that is something like 10 grand.
1: <laughs> what? And it's like hundreds of <laughs> millions of dollars, yeah.
2: 10 grand. Well fell and that shit fell out of their I pocket. Mean, like I, what? Like
1: I think it's important to remember outrageous. And like it, it it's, like where is the teeth to go after these well, people? Well, so I mean, <laughs> like that's the whole thing though, right? Like we the people that created this entire structure and the people that command the state are the capitalists that are that that expect like that, that are essentially being expected to regulate that thing. Right. So I guess the point, what I'm trying to say here is that the like we live in capitalism, and capitalists regulating themselves means they're going to write rules that are in their own favor. It's not right. that, the, that the labor laws that we have in place are outdated or anything. It's that they are actively created and maintained to benefit capital. That's the yeah, whole point. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I get what you're saying. I can't wait for us to... We just started streaming on Twitch. I can't wait for us to be banned from the platform after tonight.
1: Cool. Let's do it. Come on. Come at me, bro. Man. Woo! Ban me, bitch. Man. I'll be on... Jeff Bezos be a on, bitch.
2: be on Hitbox. Mm-hmm. But everybody else who got kicked off.
1: We can, we can do the YouTube.
2: Oh, we we'll kicked off of that soon, too. Huh? We we'll kicked off of that soon, too. Don't
1: worry That's about fine. it. That's fine. I can tell you. It's we'll find good. somewhere. Look, if Alex Jones can get a uh, platform, we can, right?
2: Word. is Word, bond. Well, here I was mean, another, uh, just to
1: kind of stick on this note. Chicago? Yeah. Well, before we get to Chicago, I want to talk about one more thing. Uh, when it came to Amazon stuff. <sighs> Amazon hired Coke-backed anti-union consultant to fight Alabama warehouse organizing. The head of the Center for Independent Employees is paid 30, 30, $3,200 per day to thwart what could become amazon's first unionized facility in the u.s
2: like i said it's just nothing like it's
1: it's chump change it's chump change it would
2: matter if it was a million dollars a day they'd pay it
1: yeah amazon's bringing on a set of well-trained union suppression consultants in its high-profile fight to keep its massive warehouse workforce free of organized labor the Seattle-based conglomerate recently retained a consultant named Russell Brown to help thwart the union election that began recently as a, at a fulfillment center in Bessemer, Alabama. Brown was brought in by Amazon on 25th of January for a contract to help persuade Amazon's employers not to join Retail Wholesale and Department Store Union, or RWDSU, a union that is affiliated with the UFC, UFCW, United Food and Commercial Workers, uh, and he's paid thirty-two thousand dollars a day. So uh, he's the head of RWP Labor, which touts itself as a specialty firm that assists companies in maintaining a union-free workplace. It's like you're keeping the trash out, or you're keeping the rats yeah. out, or well, some they shit. Know if
2: they get that, if they get that one dude, they know it's over. Yeah. Oh yeah. They know that. They know that they get one to take hold. That's it. I mean, it, it, it's a full court press right now because isn't Amazon behind? The uh, the effort to recall socialist uh, city council member Gisham Sawan and yeah yeah Amazon right largely
1: now. behind that as well. That's
2: Amazon just spending all that money to come right at her because mm-hmm. she's not letting them run their run that city like it like you know Jeff Bezos his own little fiefdom. Which do you hear? Do you, this is what we should do. So, well, we could talk about it on another show because it's not going anywhere. Uh-huh. Um, I just need to do some more research about it. So in Nevada now we're gonna have company towns again. You hear this shit?
1: Yeah, I did see that. Well,
2: that, that, that that's good. That's, that, that'll work out. Can't wait for somebody to get arrested by Quaker Oats or go to the Nabisco jail for you know yeah. justice center when they you know get caught with the DUI. It's that, it's, it's almost cool. like
1: um I mean this is how it was in a lot of the eighteen hundreds like these uh. Yeah company towns were essentially like micro states yeah. and they had their own like internal economy. It's it, it really comes across as extremely futile.
2: Honest to God, this is my thing. And I haven't heard this take anywhere else could be dead wrong, but put me on record now as an owner of cryptocurrency, this is why I think crypto
1: is spiking. That's why you think it's spiking? Why? Yes,
2: because think about it. If you run your own, what you just said back in like ye olden times, what did these companies do? What did they pay you with? Script. Crypto. Well.
1: It's going to be, a new, gonna well, be a new fucking script. They would pay, yeah, they would pay in a localized, like, so if you work for, like, you know, Acme Railroad or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck, uh, you would basically go, you, you would get paid in Acme bucks and right. you would go to the Acme store and... And you would buy your acne clothes and your acne food and your, all this other stuff. They had the, the company store. There's, you know, the sold my soul to the company, the company store, store. Yeah, you know, that whole thing. It, think, uh, um, but yeah, the, the, like, like that was horrid. They, they, they were almost like this entire, like enclosed economy that would exist inside of these, um, inside of these companies and these, in these company towns. So yeah. We should. Probably, so, if Amazon uh, owned a
2: company town, how hmm. hard would it be for them? Imagine this: how hard would pay it be you for Amazon them not bucks. to pay you in U.S. dollars? I'm just saying, any company, it doesn't matter. Owned a company town, how hard would it be for them to pay you in Ethereum yeah. instead of U.S. dollars? Yeah,
1: and 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 again, um, this is something that without a labor movement, like that, you're subject to that, aren't you? Absolutely. You're, you're you're subjected to because even if, and I'm not exactly clear on the law on this, like it's probably, I mean there is a minimum wage. You can't you have to pay people f- like a minute a minimum of seven fifty dollars per hour. That's not like seven fifty equivalent of Amazon bucks. There's no mm-hmm. like you have to have. So the fact that there is a minimum wage is good on that term in and of itself, right? Um, but like, when these things get whittled away, when they get attacked over time, um, they become, uh, essentially, if there's no minimum wage, they could pay you in the fucking Amazon dollar yeah. dues or whatever the hell.
2: Yeah, they'll pay you in Doge. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, you can convert your Doge at a loss to, uh, you know, Nestle will have Litecoin yeah, oh or some God. other weird crypto. But yeah, I'm That's like I'm all for buying crypto. This isn't like an anti-crypto thing. Like I love crypto. No, you don't want to crypto,
1: get Andrea mad at crazy. you.
2: No, I, I own crypto. Like I'm trying to become a crypto bazillionaire. Yeah. But uh, no, this is just a thing I can see happening because if it, it's going to be super tempting, why not go the if they're if these companies want to be in control of a municipality, why? How tempting is it going to be for them not only to sell you goods and services? that they're going to make money on, but to pay you in something that's not U.S. dollars that they can control. They, they've done it. This has been done. This has been done before. Mm-hmm. It, can, it can happen again. It, they're trying to make it happen again.
1: Yeah. Um, so on a super last note uh, on today's show, I'm going to read a little bit from this article uh, written by Jackson Potter, who is a uh, he is with the Chicago Teachers Union. Um, and unfortunately this past week, uh, one of the greats in that union, Karen Lewis had recently passed. Uh, she was the, one of the leaders of the caucus of rank and file educators, which, uh, took over the Chicago teachers union in 2010. Uh, she was one of the leaders of the strike as president, uh, in 2012 of that union. And she had also planned on running for, uh mayor she ended up not doing that she but she passed this past week I'm gonna, um just maybe read a little bit from this article so uh former Chicago Teachers Union president Karen Lewis's bombastic way of pan- painting the union's class enemies as out of touch corporate hacks has genius political theater and her commitment to democratic militant unionism was unflagging. Lewis played an integral role in transforming teachers unionism first in Chicago then around the country so this is uh When the Chicago Teachers Union Reform Caucus, the caucus of rank-and-file educators, started out in 2008, we were like an exhibition team entering a league where one powerhouse team dominated the landscape for over a half century. We were serious underdogs, a ragtag team of teacher activists running against a deeply entrenched union leadership that refused to wage a real fight against the forces of free market education reformers that were ravaging our public schools. Jesse Sharkey, the the CTU's current president and then delegate of Sen High School, began to strike up conversations with Karen Lewis, a delegate from King's uh, College Prep High School. Jesse recruited Karen to CORE. Who who proceeded to change the course of history for the CTU, the city, and for the country. She died Monday at 67, which is like very very young, you know. Yeah, it's pretty young. Uh, it, it, so Karen, whose death was announced on Monday at the age of 67, added the gravitas of a C- CPS veteran to Team Core. She so she was basically like a very legitimizing force because she was an experienced teacher. She'd been around for a long time. She graduated from Kenwood Academy, a famous CPS school, grew up in the black middle class in the South Side, daughter of two CPS teachers. As a result, she knew the system and the city better than anybody. Uh, Karen and her husband, John Lewis, met in Lane... Not that John Lewis. Met in Lane Tech uh, College Prep High School as black teachers sent to integrate the school with predominantly white staff under a desegregation decree from the district. Uh, This is, I mean... It's really you know devastating because she's one of the like the absolute giants of uh, organizing and and you know unionism in Chicago specifically I mean obviously uh, with how things were in C T U but I just wanted to kind of give that a quick check Uh, read this article that uh, this really beautiful article that Jackson Potter uh, wrote out in Jacobin I'll drop it in the show notes uh, for the for this for this show but yeah. CTU also today came to a deal um, to reopen their schools. I'm not exactly sure on the details. I'd have to look over it uh, to know anything about that. But I do know that there's um, the the membership of that union uh, ratified the the deal. So it looks like the schools in Chicago will be reopening. Um for better or for worse, I know that right. that some people that I saw were, were we're talking about this, including you know friend of our show Kenzo uh, Shibata, he uh, he was not very happy about the way this thing played, uh, and he said he voted no. But uh, I don't mean to like name check him specifically, but um, regardless, uh, know a lot of
2: rad people. That's just how it goes.
1: When when Chicago schools are opening back up, uh, that means that it's. I know the Philly schools are still closed. Uh, well, because the teachers out there are striking, uh, they're very convinced that those schools are not safe. So, uh, the fights are not over, folks.
2: Yeah. I mean, union fights plus corona, yeah,
1: yeah, in the middle of all this
2: support, support people on the picking lines who don't want to go back into a damn disease zone. Yeah. It's simple. Like you want to get re- you you want to do two things at once. You want to pat your head and rub your stomach, support support striking workers worldwide, and also support uh, trying to get a handle on this virus.
1: Yeah. So uh, I think for. that's gonna be it from us, at least for this part of the show. Um, yeah. I don't know if we want to do any more streaming later or, or anything. I'm donezo. You're done though. It's done. Are gonna wrap it up? Uh, but you yeah. should uh, check us out twitch.tv forward slash good morning comrade radio. radio uh you can also follow robert on twitter at comrade morning you can follow me on twitter at eminent prof uh yeah and thanks everybody for, for listening all right see you next time right. you, Bye. Mm-hmm.